On Monday, a group representing strippers argued in court they've been targeted by Ontario's pandemic restrictions on their workplaces. WorkSafe TwerkSafe filed an application for judicial review last year after the province ordered all strip clubs closed, citing COVID-19 risks. Clubs have reopened, but the group says strippers have been shut out of consultations about safety. Uh, The province, meanwhile, is arguing the court should not hear the group's application because the measures that prompted it are no longer in effect. This is a story I think is that's one that's important because there's just so many different levels of, of the pandemic and the impacts to uh, to people during the pandemic. And uh, people have been impacted in so many different ways. And this court challenge is one of them and uh, should uh, be focused on. So let's focus on it now. Uh, to talk about this, we're joined by Sammy, uh, a dancer. Uh, Sammy, I, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Hi, good morning. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful start to your day so far. I am. I hope you are as well. Thank you. And thank you for having me on here today. I'm here purely as a working class citizen here to talk about my experience throughout COVID. What are your thoughts on the court challenge put forward by uh, WorkSafe TwerkSafe? I think that what WorkSafe TwerkSafe is doing is extremely important. I think it's important for communities to raise concerns about how the folks within those communities are being impacted. And due to the stigma associated with the adult industry, we frequently experience violations of our rights historically by the government. Um, For example, throughout the pandemic, full service sex workers were being targeted by by bylaw officers um, and John Tory even made a really discriminatory comment, um, and I think this is the quote, but it'd be better if they all closed regarding the strip clubs. And that came just before the government implemented um, this closure for us and WorkSafe to WorkSafe decided that, hey, like there is literally no reason, no evidence to support that doing a shutdown like this of this particular business type is going to prevent the spread of COVID. There's just no data to suggest that. So why weren't we consulted? And that's what this case is about. It's why isn't it important to consult the public and the people being impacted by these types of decisions? And I think what they're doing is, is fantastic. So, I mean, I, from that, um, I, 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 feel as though you feel as though uh, strippers' voices have not been heard, but why is it important they are obviously included in the conversation when it comes to safety in the workplace? I will pose you back a question of my own. Do you feel like it is your right to safety and security in the workplace and as a human being on this planet? Well, of course. Of course. So that's why it's important that sex workers like strippers are included in the discussions around how laws and legislation and restrictions impact our ability to exist happily and healthily and safely in society, in the society that we contribute back to. Because let's not forget, we do pay our taxes. We spend money in this economy as well. And this shutdown has greatly impacted our ability to put money back into our communities. 
just to, to pick up on that, though, you know, the, one of the arguments from the workers group was, uh, you know, uh, strippers are being targeted and excluded uh, even after some of the changes were made uh, to reopen uh, strip clubs with safety measures. Uh, how do you feel or in what ways do you feel uh, dancers, uh, strippers maybe have been targeted or excluded? <clears throat> OK, so my comparison that I've been explaining to people as to why it doesn't make sense that these particular restrictions have been implemented specifically on strip clubs is that I can go get a tattoo right now. I can go get a massage. I can go get any other service that requires contact for an extended period of time, potentially up to three hours, four hours, five hours. Who knows? Depends on the service, correct? So why is it that I am not allowed to do my job in a safe, way just like every other business because that really does come down to some form of discrimination there's no data to suggest that the risk of inspection is higher in strip clubs just like there's no evidence to suggest that there's a higher risk if you're getting tattooed or getting your lips done or getting a massage and so i think that right there in itself shows that these restrictions specifically for the strip clubs, have been created based on probably stigma because that is what really does influence a lot of people's decision, right? There is no reason to believe that we are at a higher risk of contraction. There is no reason to believe that we are vectors of disease, but that is typical Hollywood-presented public perception of what sex work is, and as such, people make decisions based on that without consulting the people that it's impacting. What would you like to see come out of the court challenge? I would like to see the government commit to consulting with the numerous organizations in this country and in this province particularly that interact with the communities that they're advocating for and that have connections with people to actually get a good picture of what it is that we need and how we can be safe. Because trust me when I say, we all want to be safe at work. We all want to come home at the end of the day to our families, to our homes, and be safe. We all want to be able to feed our families. And so when you have people making decisions for you without consulting you, your voices aren't heard. And as such, our rights are being violated. And so I think that it's going to go, it needs to go a lot further than just the government committing, saying they'll commit. It needs to be actionable because in 2015, the Canadian government committed to re-looking at Bill C-36. And right now, the Canadian Alliance for Sex Work Law Reform is contesting that bill as well because of the ways that it infringes on our rights to safety and security. And then at the same time, the Ontario government just passed Bill 251, which conflates sex work with sex trafficking. And so does Bill C-36, where it specifically says that strip clubs and establishments that have adult entertainers there are considered institutionalized prostitution. And as such, our laws are literally written to make it harder for us to work safely. So we need to change those laws and we need the government to commit to doing that. All voices uh, should be included in these conversations. And Sammy, I appreciate you uh, sharing yours with us today. Thank you very much. 
Thank you so much for having me on, and I hope you have a beautiful day. And don't forget, someone that you love is a sex worker, even if they haven't felt comfortable or safe enough to tell you. That is uh, Sammy joining us here uh, from London.